Welcome to the Brandon Bloom Podcast, the place to be to learn how to grow your business's visibility online organically. I'm your host, Liz Fleming. Let's dive right into this new episode. Hello, Bloomers, and welcome back to another episode of the Brandon Bloom Podcast. I'm super stoked because we have a very special guest this week, Alexa Carlin. Alexa is the founder of the Women Empower X and a nationally recognized public speaker on women's empowerment. She was named by Meetings and Conventions Magazine as a young millennial go-getter to watch and named one of the most powerful women in Fort Lauderdale by Gold Coast Fort Lauderdale Daily. She has also been featured on, get this, the Oprah Winfrey Winfrey Network, Cheddar TV, Fox, ABC, CBS, and in Entrepreneur, Glamour Magazine, Mashable, and TEDx, among others. With a following that reaches over 150,000 people on and offline, Alexa's mission is to make a difference in at least one person's life every day. And Alexa, you're making a difference in mine today because you (laughs) agreed to be here and I'm super stoked. So welcome. I'm excited. Thanks for having me. Yay. So now your story is so incredibly unique and I would love, um, since you're new here and the podcast is new and speaking right now is evolving in a new way with this pandemic, I would love for you to kind of tell our listeners um, how you got to where you are and what's going on right now. Definitely. So um, I started my first business when I was 17 years old, designing jewelry for an LA-based fashion company that had a give back portion of where I donated a percentage of proceeds to help them build schools in Africa to help uh, sustain these villages and become help them become self-sustainable through education. And I have always, since I can remember, have really been into leadership, really been into inspiring people. And um, as you mentioned in my bio, it's always been my mission to make a difference in at least one person's life every single day. And I saw at an early age how I was so passionate about turning an idea into reality. And so I really jumped on the entrepreneur, um, the, the roller coaster, as we can say, um, early on. And I used entrepreneurship as my vehicle to do that. But as I was growing this business, I was in high school, then I went to college and I was promoting it word of mouth marketing. And then I taught myself how to code. I built a website, um, learned about drop shipping and, and just got really into it and used what I had to make it work. I mean, I got the hang tags printed at Office Depot. I designed them like on a Word document. I would ride my bike to the post office every day. So again, like I didn't know how to do any of it, but I just took one action step a day and I was really learning all about the ins and outs of of growing a business. And I saw early on that one of the main things that was holding me back as well as so many other women specifically was confidence. And I wanted to change that. And so I started this blog called Hello Perfect and it had the mission to redefine perfection. And, and through that, I learned how to build the skill of, of confidence. But while I was growing this, this crazy near-death experience where a bacteria got into my bloodstream and started killing all of uh, my organs. And I was uh, induced into a medical coma, given a 1% chance to live. And it changed everything. Um, I was in a coma for six days in the ICU for a total of 10. And 
after that experience, I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease, which is a chronic illness. Obviously, there's there's no cure. And that was really the hardest thing I've ever had to deal with because while well, my near-death experience, it caused so much post-traumatic stress. And believe me, this pandemic um, has caused a lot of that fear to come up. But the the autoimmune, it really did a number on my my entire life because again, like you can't overcome it. And it's something that I live with day in and day out. And it really led me to um, taking ownership of my own life, you know, not waiting for things to change. And I think that's so important, especially for what we're going through right now. So when I was really, really sick, like so sick where I was in quarantine for eight months of my life because I was too sick to even walk my dog out of my apartment. So you can imagine when we all had to be in quarantine, all those feelings came back up and I was, I was like, what is going on? And it, it was very, very tough because so when I had my near death experience, I was 21. When I was diagnosed with an autoimmune, I was 22. I was still, I graduated college, was, was living my dream in New York city, working at a top fashion magazine. And then my health made me move back home. And so I just felt like at a really young age, all my dreams were taken from me. And I just didn't know how to, to do it. Like, I didn't know what the next step was when you don't have your health. It's really hard to do anything. And Mm -hmm. I was waiting to get healthy, waiting, waiting, waiting. But three months goes, goes by, eight months goes by, a year goes by, two years goes by. And you realize like things are not getting back to how they were. And so I really learned the hard way that you must not wait for your life to change. You must change your own life. And I think that's so important for everyone right now, especially because we're waiting for a vaccine. We're waiting until this pandemic's Mm -hmm. over. We're waiting, waiting, waiting until things get back to normal. And they may never get back to normal. But even if they do, why are you wasting this time right now waiting to live your life again? Mm -hmm. Yes, it's different, but there's still so much opportunity. There's still so much you can do. I mean, I spent so much much more quality family time. I've been able to do more self-care. I've been able to take a step back from my business and, you know, look at really what I wanted in life. And, um, and so it's a challenging thing to, to learn, but another thing that I, I discovered and, and learned over the years from this autoimmune is that you you can't focus on the things that you have no control over mm-hmm. because it just depletes your energy. It just depletes your confidence. It causes self-doubt, it causes hopelessness. And so we don't have control over the pandemic. So don't give it your energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that, and that experience and, and the, the way that I was trying to achieve my dreams while still going through this autoimmune and this chronic illness led me to really finding a passion to share my story vulnerably and authentically because I just noticed how every speaker I went to go see, and I did a lot of work mentally Mm -hmm. and physically, you know, to gain back my health and overcome PTSD. And I just noticed that everybody spoke on the past and here's what they did to overcome it. And here's what you can do too. Mm -hmm. And while that's great, I couldn't relate to that because this is something that I'll never be able to overcome. It is definitely part of me, but it does not define me. And that's really what led me to speaking. And while I was on the speaking circuit, speaking for free for um, a full year before I ever got a paid gig, (laughs) you know how that is. But I just just saw such a disconnect among women 
And I saw how like every event that I was speaking at was very segregated off by age or industry. Mm -hmm. And I just thought like, how much change can we create if we all just connect and collaborate? If we come from different backgrounds, different races, different ages, um, and different industries. And that's what really led me to, as well as the need for my own community, the idea for Woman Empower X. And it's grown into this incredible community, which is where we met. Yes. And, uh, so amazing. Yeah. I mean, again, like you can't plan, I couldn't plan for any of this to happen, but I do believe that some of the darkest moments in your life create the miracles in your future. Yeah. And just listeners, so you know, um, Women Empower X is this amazing conference and there's so many resources. Do you want to talk a bit more about that? Because it's where we met and it was just phenomenal. It was so cool. I mean, that was pre-pandemic, but <laughs> you're doing yeah, some other definitely. stuff now to, to evolve. <laughs> Yeah. So WEX, um, I started it in, well, I incorporated it in 2015. So five years ago, but we had our first event in the fall of 2016, where it was a, a one day conference, um, with tons of different speakers, all, all different subjects. I'm really focusing on how to grow professionally and personally. And I thought, you know, maybe we'll have like 500 people show up over a thousand people came out to the first event and then we took it to Washington DC and we had over 2000 people come out and, um, and it just really grew from there, very grassroots. And it was all driven by this community of women really wanting to empower other women coming and not just sharing what you do and what's on your resume, but truly who you are, what you're passionate about, your struggles, your challenges, your fears. But, you know, here's what I'm still doing. Here's how we can connect and collaborate. And, um, and so we've grown. So over the last five years, we've hosted nine events in um, four different states. So in Florida, DC, Los Angeles, and Raleigh, North Carolina. And, um, and now, you know, even before COVID hit, we were working on connecting our community digitally. Um, so in between the events, as well as, you know, all the different cities that we host events, everyone coming together. And so we're launching a membership and it really has been a product of what we've been listening and what we've been hearing from our community over the past five years. And so it's, it's going to be one part you know, high performance coaching, because I'm a big believer in that you, you cannot possibly get to the next level without the right mindset and the right foundation. And totally. how do you stay motivated every day? Um, and then mixed with obviously the education, the tactical, here's how to do it. So you don't have to spend five years researching how to do it. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, I mean, I <laughs> wish, I wish I had a community that, you know, and what we're creating inside the membership when I was first starting out. Cause I'll tell you, like, I said, I started my business when I was 17, I'm 29. And yeah. if I had what we're creating, I would be way farther ahead yeah. because you know, <laughs> it takes years and years of just researching and getting into that Google zone. And it's like, it's so overwhelming and you don't so know who insane. to listen to. You don't know what to do. And it's just like, just tell me exactly step-by-step. Step. And so that's where we're focusing on from operations of the business to finances, to marketing and to, um, personal development and, and business development. So we're really excited about that. And we announced we're hosting WEX Virtual, yes. which is a completely free event. And this is just so we can reconnect with this community and, and really, again, get us on that level that we need to be mentally, um, emotionally, so we can attract you know, the, what we want in our life and fuel and take action to get there. 
I love it. I love it. Thank you for sharing all that. And you know, it's so interesting. The past uh, several episodes I've had guests on, there's been such a focus on community as well. And I know that's primarily how you've built everything. You know, it takes you know, getting comfortable telling your story and sharing that with a community and then that community grows. So I would love to learn a bit more about, you said you've grown over the last five years from grassroots efforts. So do you want to share a bit more about what that kind of looked like for our listeners who may be wondering, okay, you know, I've been on social media, you know, I've been doing some networking virtually, but like, what else? Do you have any tips to share in that regard? Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, a lot of people see, you know, what people put out there and it's like the end result. And I started wax with $2,000 and I took that $2,000 and I put it as a down payment on a convention center. So we had no other cash to grow the event at all. Oh my gosh. Um, And, and it was all through grassroots marketing, meaning like word of mouth, as well as I was speaking everywhere and anywhere possible to get my message out there and never selling, um, the event, just sharing my story, sharing our, our mission, sharing our why. And, um, also before I launched Wex, um, I was learning how to do social media, but of course the later you are to the game, the harder it is to grow. So what really took me to the next level was being an early adopter on Periscope, which was, which was one of the first live streaming apps. And I got on, um, really early on and I started to grow this amazing community just because I was an early adopter, just because I was producing consistent content on there. And, um, a lot of the people that connected me, connected with me, there still follow me, have traveled across the country to come to our events. Um, it's been amazing. And so I always say like being an early adopter is so, so important. Periscope's not around anymore. Vine's not around anymore, but it doesn't matter because that community follows you where you go Mm -hmm. if you create that relationship with them. But you just have to get the opportunity to do so. And so right now, like I see that huge opportunity on TikTok that so many people are missing out on. I mean- it, people are so worried about if the platform is going to be around for a year, two years, <laughs> five know. years from now. And I'm just like, your business is not the platform. The platform yeah. is just a marketing vehicle to right. get you to where you want to be. So I always give the example on like advertising, for, ex- for example, on television. Um, advertisers will take their money and create a commercial to play when there's that the top TV show, right? So when Friends was the hit TV show, everyone wanted to spend their ad dollars and their attention because the attention was there. Now, um, uh, when Friends was no longer the top TV show, um, advertisers, what they do, they just took their money, they took their commercial and put it towards, you know, a, a different TV show. It's the same thing. That's how you have to think about marketing. Marketing you have to go where the attention is. So it doesn't matter if it's not around forever. If the attention's there and you're going to be able to deliver your content to your target market, you need to go full force with that. So um, I jumped on TikTok last year and, you know, I was growing slowly here and there, but what really changed the game was when I kind of figured out how to make the algorithm work for you. Mm -hmm. And it really just goes into focusing on your niche. 
And that's like a key tip to totally. anyone listening. Like it does not matter if it's trending or whatever that looks like. You don't have to know how to dance or <laughs> lip sync or anything like that. But if you go all in producing content around your niche, the algorithm is going to learn what you are all about and deliver your content to other people who like that. And they know that by how long other people watch videos that are around that content. And so once I went all in on my niche, my, um, following on TikTok grew exponentially. Um, I have over a hundred thousand followers, but that's not, again, not the reason. Thank you. Yeah. But that's not even the reason that you're doing it, right? You're doing it to grow your business or, or brand awareness or make an impact. And so those, that, um, marketing, that effort on TikTok expanded into sales in my business, sales on my e-commerce store. Um, we got like over 500 leads this week alone, just from TikTok email subscribers. Um, so again, it's amazing what can happen when you jump on a platform as an early adopter. And, um, I teach this in a a master class and I have like a free guide. I think you're gonna, yeah, you guys will get a free um, guide. I'll link to it here. Yeah. But the, just like the step-by-step process, we don't have to go through the whole thing, but it's just, as you can tell, I'm really passionate about it because I see (laughs) so many small businesses (laughs) like growing so much like on TikTok and, um, it doesn't, you don't have to use all the effects. You don't have to make it complicated, but, but if you think about YouTube, um, YouTube was out in 2005, I believe. And the biggest YouTubers, a lot of them started creating consistent content in 2010. So it's five years later and they were still considered an early adopter and they still expanded because of that. And so um, even if TikTok's been around for a couple of years, it's still such an, a big opportunity to jump on it now. Definitely. And I feel so many similarities with you. And I know we've talked about this before, but um, you know, we are our brands. Like I'm ElizabethFleming.com. You're Alexa Carlin. You are the driving force behind everything that you've done. And what got you to where you are is leaning on your personal brand. And that's like what the focus of my podcast is, is using your personal brand as a, as a marketing tool. It is literally your best marketing tool is Mm -hmm. being comfortable or uncomfortable sharing your story, but sharing it anyway. And that's how you attract an audience that's right for you, you know? So I see small business owners all the time. They're constantly striving for all of these followers. And I tell them that's, it's not the right mindset. You need the people who are right for you. And you do that by sharing your stories, like opening up exactly how you have on so many different platforms. And on top of that, being an early adopter, it's, it's so critical. I'm so glad you brought that up because what's the point of waiting around when these platforms continue to gain traction and then, you know, two years go by and you're like, well, I wish I, I wish I started sooner. Um, right. And I can sense a lot of people feeling that way about Instagram and probably soon to be TikTok, regardless of what happens. It's so mm-hmm. interesting. Um, I don't know if you've seen anything like that in your experience, but the, the hesitancy is like, what is crushing me with solopreneurs and small business owners right now? Everyone is you know, I get that you have to be cautious in a time as sensitive as this with pandemic, it being an election mm-hmm. year and everything else that's going on. But if you are really trying to run a business, you have to stop treating it like a hobby and like go all in. Do you agree with that? Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, when, when 
anytime I decided to go all in, that's when I started to grow. Anytime I went like one foot in another one out, you know, you're never going to get there. And the thing I think a lot of times it's driven by fear, right? If I try and give a hundred percent of my effort and then I don't succeed or no one likes my content or whatever that may be, then I am going to be embarrassed. I'm going to be considered a failure, your doubt, right? But that's not true. That's just um, a fictional tale that you're telling yourself. And so a lot of times people resort to like halfway in, halfway out, because then if they don't succeed, they can say, well, I didn't give it my full effort. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's with anything in life. I see that even a lot of, uh, with college, uh, women too. And like, it it shouldn't be about that one. You have nothing to prove to anyone. Um, Mm -hmm. two, you're, you're never going to be able to discover your full potential if you don't go all in on the things that you love and you're never going to get it right the first time either. Like I said, I started, so many years ago and I'm still learning. I'm still not even close to where I want to be, but it took all those years of, of trial and error, of failure, of obstacles, of challenges, Mm -hmm. of pivots, um, of different businesses to get to this point and everything built upon the next chapter and the next thing. And so it's, again, it's really about what do you want? And if you want it bad enough, if it's the thing that keeps you up at night and wakes you up in the morning, that idea, that dream, that goal, it's there for a reason. And you are doing a disservice to yourself, to others in the world by not going after it. Yes. It's so true. And I feel like, you know, social media has been around for a while at this point, but people are just starting to get comfortable with sharing more into their lives and their stories. And I see a lot with my clients and students, the hesitancy for getting themselves in front of the camera. And that's something that I know has grown your business. It's something that is growing mine. A year ago, I was just recording my first stories on camera on Instagram. And now I'm like trying to get comfortable with TikTok and I'm still not comfortable, but I'm freaking doing it (laughs) because of the (laughs) obvious, you know, Mm -hmm. you have to work with the mediums that are presented to you because it's going to benefit you. So I highly, 100%. I mean, yeah, you could probably talk about video all day. You're so good at it, <laughs> but to get <laughs> there, you guys, it's like, you just have to practice. You have to get out of your comfort zone. So, um, yeah, in and- my, um, so when I did this, that masterclass on TikTok, um, I, uh, looked back on like older videos, like <laughs> since when I started, uh, back in 2013 and I, I'm so different now on video. Like, and it just took all these years of doing videos one after the other to get way more comfortable, but it doesn't have to take you that long at all, especially if you have the right support, the right guidance, the right, um, coaches or consultants working with you. Um, but again, like you have to start somewhere. You're never going to be great at anything the first time you try. I, I always go back to this, uh, you know, thinking about if you play an instrument, how confident were you the first time you picked up the instrument versus the hundredth time you played? Being on video, it just, it's uncomfortable, but you get so comfortable with it and it becomes so fun in that way. You learn so much about yourself once you start putting yourself in front of the camera, even if it's just on Instagram stories, you know, a quick 10 second clip um, of you giving updates to your audience in some way or sharing a photo of yourself. It really breaks down those barriers. 
of sharing your story. And I'm, I'm a huge advocate for it. I know you are, you are speaking on all kinds of stages. <laughs> You're like as far out of your comfort zone as you could probably get in that mm -hmm. regard. Right. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> uh, awesome. All right, you guys. So we're going to wrap up our time with Alexa, but Hey, in the show notes, you can totally download her TikTok winning formula completely free. So go check that out. I'm also going to link to her membership, her website, all the good stuff. Alexa, thank you so much for being on the Brandon Bloom podcast. Yeah. Thank you for being part of uh, the Wex community. Of course. I love it. And thank you listeners for tuning in. Now go out there and dream big. And remember, you've got this and I've got you. Did that go by too fast? No worries. You can always find me over at elizabethfleming.com. That's E-L-I-S-A-B-E-T-H-F-L-E-M-I-N-G.com. For more information about my programs and how to take your learning further with me, there's also a free marketing checklist that you can get your hands on right now if you'd like. So head over to elizabethfleming.com for more. And if you loved this episode, I would love it if you left a review in return. It helps so much. So tell your friends about it. If you want to share it on social, the official show hashtag is Brandon Bloom Pod. And you can also tag me everywhere. I'm at Ms. Liz Fleming. That's M-S-L-I-Z-F-L-E-M-I-N-G. Everywhere on social media. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you next time.